Some have different religious viewpoints. You come from a different religious viewpoint or a way of seeing things than here at K2. Some of you may come from a religious viewpoint that God is, is, he's just a man or he doesn't care or that God is distant or that Jesus is just one of many ways or that God is just always changing the rules. And you may come from a, a viewpoint of that. And some people have misconceptions about the Bible itself. That it's just a book or that it's filled with myths and fables. Or that it's just a bunch of rules and regulations. That it's really no different than any other religious book out there. But the Bible is the one holy book. It's the one that's been proven through eyewitness accounts. It's been proven through archaeology that the people that are mentioned in the Bible really existed in places that really existed written over 16, a period of 1,600 years with people having the same experience with the same God, all compiled into one book we call the Bible today. The Bible has no equal. It has no equal. And if you really want to grow in your knowledge of God, what we're talking about today, and you really want to know God, here's the deal. You'll find that the, in the Bible, you'll find out that God is good, that He's life-giving, that He's caring, that he's loving, that he cares about every single individual on the planet. That's what you will find in the Bible. That God can speak and will speak to anyone. And Jesus is God's one and only son, and he cares for you. God has no equal. He has no equal. So, if our own thoughts, if our own thoughts about the Bible and about God are not true, then we're never going to give God a chance. We're not going to let him in to our lives. We may never seek the truth about God, and we may never know him. And that's exactly where we don't want you to be, and that's not where God wants you to be. But if we pursue knowledge, and if we pursue truth, something great happens. And I want to tell you today that it's worth the effort to pursue, pursue truth and pursue knowledge. How many of you guys would really want, you don't have to raise your hand, but how many of you would really want to understand God's will for your life? What God wants for your life. How many would really want to understand that? How many of you would really want to know God and to be able to know Jesus Christ? Some of you may be saying, well, yeah, but that's impossible. I'm here to tell you it's not impossible. But it's going to take something that's going to happen in your heart and in your mind. Okay, and we're talking about knowledge. So in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, there's a verse that, that talks about wrong thinking and right thinking. So let's read that today. Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says, Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Wow. Think about that. He's saying, 
Okay, we all come to God with wrong thoughts. Every single one of us does. I did, you did. Let's just be honest with each other. Wrong thoughts about God and who he is. And here, as, as Paul writes this in Romans 12 too, he's saying, don't be conformed any longer to the pattern of this world. The thinking of this world thinks wrong thoughts about God and about his word. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So how are you transformed? By the renewing of your mind. Right? And how does your mind get renewed? Two things. Through truth and knowledge. Those are the ways your mind gets renewed. Through truth and knowledge. This word transform in the Greek is a word called metamorphosis. And some of you may remember metamorphosis from uh, your days in biology. It might have been a while since you've taken a biology class, but you guys remember the word metamorphosis, right? And it happens in, in certain creatures on the planet. Now imagine, if you never knew that a tadpole turned into a frog, you guys know that, tadpole turned into a frog, okay. If you never knew that a tadpole turned into a frog, and I wish to show you a tadpole, which looks like a fish, it's got a tail like a fish, it has gills like a fish. If I were to say to you, see this little tadpole? I'm going to actually make it grow arms and legs and a head, and it's going to hop all over the ground. You'd look at me like I was crazy. You'd say, no way. There's no way you can make a tadpole grow arms and legs and hop on the ground. It's, it's impossible. And if you didn't know that a butterfly came from a caterpillar... And I took this caterpillar and I had it crawling on my hand right here. Little fat little worm with all these little legs. And I were to say to you, I'm going to teach this thing how to fly in the air. It's going gonna, it's gonna to flutter in the air. You would think I was crazy. You would think I was insane. But what happens to a, to a caterpillar, right? It eats and eats and eats for a couple weeks and then it spins its cocoon Right? And it just sits in there and it sleeps. While it's sleeping, it actually transforms. A little pudgy little worm all of a sudden comes out as a fragile, with these fragile wings, very thin and sleek, and it flies off into the air. You would never believe that if you didn't know that about that worm. And here's the deal. The same word, metamorphosis, is used. It says, Paul says, be, meta, be morphed, right? Let metamorphosis happen, happen in transforming your mind. Because some of you, if I were to say to you, you could be, you could know Jesus and you could know God and your life could be different and your life could be transformed, you would say, no way. And if I were to say about your buddy sitting down the row from you, right? That his life could be transformed and changed and be total different creature, look totally different, act totally different. You might say, no way. No way. But that's what God does. That's what he does. He transforms us. And he will transform our mind, Right? It says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And we renew our mind through knowledge, gaining knowledge, and gaining truth. You may have heard the, the term 
The truth will set you free. Have anyone heard that phrase? You've heard that phrase, the truth will set you free. I hear people quote that all the time. I hear Oprah Winfrey say it, you know. Someone says something really cool. She goes, that's right. The truth will set you free, sister. Right? All right? That's the best Oprah Winfrey I can give you. Sorry. Wasn't very good at all. But she always says the truth will set you free. But if you don't know where that phrase comes from, you might not know. It wasn't Abraham Lincoln or Benjamin Franklin or Thomas Jefferson or Aristotle that wrote the truth will set you free. It was Jesus who said the truth will set you free. But what truth? But what truth? Let's take a look at this in its context. In John chapter 8, verses 31 and 32. Jesus is speaking, and it says, To the Jews who believed in him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Let's talk about that. What is the first thing that Jesus says we have to do? Hold to my teachings. See, he says, if you hold to my teachings, right? Jesus' teachings. You want to learn knowledge? Read Jesus' teachings, okay? You want to know who God is? Read Jesus' teachings. If you hold on to my teachings, he says, right? Then you are my disciples. That just means a follower, someone who's learning from him. Then you are my disciples. Then what will happen? Then you will know the... Help me out here. Then you'll know the... And the truth will set you... Okay. Who doesn't want to be set free? Who doesn't want to be set free from addictions or bad habits or destructive patterns in your life? Who doesn't want to be set free from that, th- that stuff? And Jesus says this, if you hold on to my teachings, then you are my follower. Then you will know the truth. And then the truth will set you free. Free. I want that. I want the freedom that he gives us. We need to let the teachings of Jesus transform our minds. Because I know I need my mind transformed day by day. I go a few days without reading this, boy, my attitude really starts to stink. Right? I go a few days without this, and boy, my actions start to really not be right. I have to be renewed day by day by His words and his teachings. Get this. Did you know, now some of you might think this is controversial, but did you know that knowledge leads to eternal life? Did you know that knowledge leads to eternal life? At another point in Jesus' teaching, later in the book of John, John chapter 17, verse 3, Jesus gives the definition of what eternal life is. Right? Right? And some people might think eternal life is heaven, living in a mansion on golden streets and all that stuff. And all that stuff, yeah, that's, that's true. But he gives a definition of eternal life. And I want you to take a look at this. John chapter 17, verse 3. It says, now this is eternal life. That you may know the one true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. 
Let me read that again. Now this is eternal life, that they may know you, the one true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Jesus' definition of eternal life was knowing God and knowing Jesus. That's it. At the beginning of the book of John, in John 3.16, I'll just, I'll just quote it to you. Some of you may know this, but it says, For God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. And that doesn't mean we'll have heaven. It means they will have eternal life. They will know God, and they will know Jesus. I want that. I want that. So, here's the deal. Some people, they believe in God first. They believe in Jesus. Someone tells them about Jesus, and they, they accept it, and they say, oh, that's what I want in my life. And some, some people actually hear about Jesus, and then they find out about this Bible. And they're like, oh, I want that. So, and then they gain knowledge. And I've known other people who they read this Bible and they're gaining knowledge and actually that's what ends up leading them to know Jesus, to believe in him. So here's the truth that we want to convey to you today. You can know God. You can know Jesus Christ. It's possible. It's possible some of you are just getting started with this thing. You're just getting started on the personal adventure, right? And, and you may be zero. You may be at zero knowledge. You may be at 10. You may be at 100. I don't know where everyone's at here. But all I can say is dig into the resources that are there online. Dig into, grab a good book and, and read it and grow in your knowledge of God. There's all kinds of things. Some of you... You may have been checking out God for a while. You may have just been sitting here checking God out. Like, okay, I'm going to check this out. I heard about K2. Sounds cool. I'll be there. Check it out. And it's kind of like that, that girl across the room at the dance. You're just kind of checking her out, you know? Like, I'd like to ask her out, but she looks too cool for me. So I'm not sure if I really want to do that, you know? I'm afraid of being rejected or whatever. You've been checking God out, but you're just not sure. You want to just go out with him right now. <laughs> Some of you have known God for a long time, okay? Some of you may know all the books of the Bible and be able to say them all in order, all 66 books in order, and you may have memorized scriptures and stuff and all that stuff, and, and your knowledge is, is really there. But you may be stuck. Maybe you're stuck in a funky place, kind of like I've been stuck in funky places in my life. Maybe you're a know-it-all, and you've got it pegged, and you think, I've got God cornered. I totally understand this, God. And everyone else is kind of, eh, not sure about them. Or maybe, maybe you're one of those hypocrites where, where you know God's word and you've memorized it and all that stuff and everything, but your life outside of church where no one else is looking, you're making decisions and doing things that have nothing to do with your knowledge of where Jesus is. And you need to get back on track with him. Maybe you're super passionate about Jesus. Maybe someone just told you about Jesus, right? And you're like, wow, this is awesome. I mean, that's, that's really cool. Like, what he's saying is great. And you're really behind the curve, and you have no idea where to get started 
in this Bible. You look at this thing and you're like, ooh, that's a little overwhelming, you know? You know, some Bibles are huge, you know, those big, huge family Bibles, you know? There you go. God's Word for you. All right? It can be intimidating. Where do I start? Genesis, Revelation, or somewhere in between? I don't know. There's 66 books in here. Where do I start? So some of you may be, may be at that point where you're just behind the curve of knowledge. I'm just telling you, jump on this personal adventure and just start wherever you're at and go for it. Maybe some of you are a new-it-all, right? Talked about that earlier. Maybe you have been on a personal adventure with God in the past and, and you've been on fire for God and you've known the scriptures and you memorized it, but now recently you're just opening your Bible and it just doesn't, doesn't do anything for you. And it bores you. And you're like, oh, it's a drudgery to read my Bible. Maybe it's time again to just say to God, okay, God, I want the adventure. I want what you have for me. Hey, maybe you're an agnostic or an atheist and you're sitting in here. You have no idea why you're here, right? Maybe that's you. I don't know. But my question to you is, what would it hurt? Jesus was a good guy. Read his teachings. See what he has to say. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in your Bible. What would it hurt? What would a little more knowledge hurt? Even somebody who doesn't even believe that God exists. What would it hurt? I just want to pray for you guys today. Uh, before we go into worship, and we're going to have we have some great time of worship where we're going to just ask God to come in to this place today. So can I pray for you guys today? Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. Wherever we're at, God, in our knowledge, the one thing you want us to know to take away from this message today and from your word is that we can be transformed by the renewing of our mind and we can know God and we can know Jesus. You want us to know you. You ask us to come to you and to know you. So God, I pray that that becomes reality in every single heart here today. We just thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, we can, from wherever we're at, we can all grow in our knowledge of God. And perhaps your low score was knowledge. You, you're just like, I really don't know much about the Bible. I don't really know much about God or this Jesus thing or whatever. You know, get, get on that resource. We put this thing together. We spent a year putting this thing together to get you guys resources and to help all of us come to know God better. So do this with me, okay? Our goal is that you're going through this personal adventure. Our goal really ultimately is that you know God better. So imagine yourself wherever you are right now, spiritually, wherever you are, imagine yourself knowing God more this week than you did before you came in here today. Imagine that you do that. It's not going to rely upon a message from me or Dave Nelson or Andy Marshall being up here. It's going to really rely on you actually opening this thing up and getting in here and getting to know God.
Imagine if every single person who attended K2 the church, if every single one of us determined to do that. How would our neighborhoods change? How would our valley change? How would our workplaces change? If every single one of us said, okay, God, wherever I'm at, all right, from this point, I'm going to take this personal adventure. I'm going to go with you. And here's the deal. We cannot get to know God just by waiting around to hear from him or a lightning bolt to strike. We grow by knowing God, by gaining knowledge and gaining truth because God is a holy God. He is this holy God. And I'm telling you, I'm still learning and I still feel like I only know this much about this great big God. He is holy and because he's holy, it will take effort on our end to get to know him and know about him. So just meditate on that thought right there as these guys sing a song.